Welcome to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, where your hosts will discuss their daily life experiences, all while being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, let's meet your hosts, Moose, Mike, and Ben. Welcome, everybody, to the Everyday Mormon Podcast. You're joining uh, us, uh, well, I guess through a podcast. Thanks for listening. You've got Moose, <laughs> you've got Mike, you have Ben here with us on, uh, on the podcast today or tonight, depending on when you're listening. And um, we're going to talk about all kinds of uh, fun stuff. And um, if you're not a member of the church, you, it may mean nothing to you, or you might go, hmm, that's kind of interesting. Um, and if you are a member of the church, then uh, maybe you can relate and uh, share your stories as well. So, Or maybe they might say, that sounds good, it might not mean anything. That's true, too. <laughs> it, it could be either or, or, or neither nor. Yes, correct. I always love I saying... I gotta say, yeah, that, that intro was awesome. I love that music. It just makes me want to, you know, bounce. Oh, awesome. yeah. This is what I was yeah. doing. I, I also loved it, too, because it sounds like we just started a podcast. You know, it's just, you know, our first <laughs> time doing it. So I really appreciate that, too. Wow. Did you did you write that intro, Ben? Did you, did, did you take a long time to, to No, uh, this this is the one where I actually took a break this week. So, okay. yeah, that's, I right. can see. I can wow. see. I actually took a break. You, uh, this is, uh, a, this that, is true. This week or? But yeah, or is that every week? Normally, piggybacking <laughs> isn't uh, really taking a You know, that's a break all well, the time. Well, until, until a band passes that I can't piggyback, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> Oh boy! Hey, I um I wanted to tell you or talk about a little bit about something or bring up something to see if you guys um saw uh, any articles or anything like that on it. It was about a um a uh, a Korean missionary. Did you guys see this article? Did you read it? I did. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that, Ben? The Korean missionary. I I, I did. Come, I did see it come by. I didn't get a chance to read it. Okay. Well, it, it was pretty interesting. Um, for those that have been on missions. You know, what an experience. For those that haven't, still an amazing story. For those who have been on missions, you would think, oh, my goodness, imagine. I know you when you read it, Mike, I know you've been on a mission, but uh, I know that you put yourself right back into the mission field just then thinking of, how could I not remember any of these people? Like, um, do you remember part of the story? I can I can elaborate on some of it. Um, I, I do remember part of it. Um, I don't remember... A lot of it, but I do remember part of it because uh, it, it, you know, the, this this uh, missionary he had uh, been converted to the church when he was fifteen, I think it was. Does that sound right. right? Yeah, when he was fifteen, and uh, he came to the church, and, and he decided to serve a mission at at the age of eighteen. So three years there from the time he joined till the time he's able to, he was able to go on a mission. So. During the during this mission, I forget what caused it. Yeah, this, that's this what I was part. specific about. I can't remember what caused it, um, but he had yeah. uh, um, he had fainted, right? Yep. He went unconscious some for some reason. I don't remember what the the circumstances were, but um, and, and he woke up, and he had a loss of memory. He had a loss yeah. of memory, um, and he hadn't had for since he was fifteen. So everything was gone. Or I say 15. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, I take that back. It was when he was in the military because he had gone to the military, remember? Yes, that's right. That's correct. And uh, so, yeah, he was in the military and he hadn't had any knowledge of joining the church. He hadn't had any knowledge of... He, he still thought when he woke up that he was in the military. And Yeah, it, so... 
uh, I'm starting to read it now because I want to make sure we get the facts right. So right. it was uh, he, pa- he passed out uh, for 20 minutes following a routine military drill weekend. Oh, that's yeah, right. Because yeah. there they're required to to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was and, in and, 2015. And he lost all his memory. That's from where the 2015 yeah, that's the where the 15 came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and it, we we have part of the facts right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no well, one's no one's fact checking. We okay? <laughs> well. Yeah, only they will. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, he comes to, doesn't have any knowledge, thinks he's still in the military. His parents come out. They, um, I, you know, he explains to, to, they explain to him that, yeah, he's actually serving a mission. Um, and I guess he lived a not-so-righteous um, life. Yeah, uh, matter of fact, he called it riotous living. Yeah, is what he, he, did. he called it. Yep. And so when you when you think about that, you're like, wow, no memory of the people that he had, uh, the other missionaries, um, his mission president, the people that he taught, um, you know, people from the awards that he served in. I mean, so that's that's big deal. Yeah. And 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 it, the story kind of goes on to say that when he met all these people again, when they were, you know, they brought him back on, because he, he told his parents, well, if this is what I did, then then I should be doing that. Yeah. Um, so they go, you know, he, he, he goes back out into the field and, and they had debated on whether he should go to the same place or not. And they were like, no, maybe we should move him, you know, because if he sees people and, uh, and, and they have a, a certain reaction they're expecting from him and he's like, no, I don't remember you. They're like, mm, maybe, maybe they wouldn't, you know, they, they might feel a, a little strange uh, right. or, or he, or he might feel a little strange for that matter. So anyway, goes to a different place and. Um, you know, his, all the other missionaries say that he, you know, it was, it was a different guy. Like this was a different person. He wasn't gregarious. He wasn't outgoing. He wasn't, he wasn't the same guy that he was. And, um, well, anyway, every, every one of the missionaries that kind of, you know, they were hoping that, Hey, well, when he, when he sees me, he's going to, it's going to snap back. You know, all those memories going to come back. He's going to remember all these things that we did and said and, and had fun with. And that didn't happen. And, um, you know, they showed him pictures or, 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 you know, nothing, nothing, nothing. It wasn't coming mm-hmm. back. Uh, so then, okay, so I caught you up to speed. Okay, so now, now what happens, Mike? Well, in about, so, so all of these things were happening. About three weeks later, he meets with the, uh, the mission president. And he's just, he's, it's heartbreaking because he can't, he can't figure out how to get this back. He doesn't know what to do. And, uh and and they they do talk about a few things going back and forth and um without going into a lot of details they end up having they have a mission uh, or a temple day excuse me in the mission and they all decide to go to the temple all all the missionaries go within that mission and they they're going to they fast and they pray and so they they do this uh to you know to get together and say hey let's help see if we can help this missionary remember who he was, and so yeah. that was the complete focus. Yeah, and then they have um, a they had like a uh, like a stake piece too, where they asked like members to do the same thing, right? Yeah, they they did because um, to them he was the most important investigator, as uh, I believe is what they said. So yeah. because he was having to relive this, he, he was he coming to, back into the church again. Yeah, as far so as he, he was concerned. Yeah, so he had to relearn the gospel. He had to mm-hmm, relearn correct. the temple ordinances that you know take place. So everything he had to relearn all this stuff that he did not remember. Um, so it's like he was a new member all over again and you're teaching him and yet he is the missionary in the field. 
Yeah, and during the while he was in the temple in the celestial room, and the celestial room is a space in the temple where it's very, it's hard to describe. All I can tell you, if you haven't been there, is that it's probably the most beautiful place you can be inside of a building here on this earth. It's very clean. It's very quiet. It's very uh, sacred. You feel very comfortable there. Um, it's a just it's just a wonderful feeling. So he's he's there and he starts to remember or not remember. He starts to realize that you know he he is uh, one of God's children. God does love him. He starts to think about that. And it's it's funny. It's to say funny. It's not ha ha funny, but how he what exactly he said as he walked into the room. Right. Um, and, and he says here, um, I feel so happy. Heavenly Father is mm-hmm. here. I'm home. Right. As he walked into the room. So because he was struggling whether the, there was a God or not at that point. Because he Correct. wasn't yeah. sure that, that uh, there was even, you know, Heavenly Father. And so this was a moment where he realized absolutely, not only is, uh, you know, there's God, Heavenly Father loves me, and I feel peace with this in the celestial room. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that in itself... It's just miraculous uh, to me yeah. a miracle. Just the fact that you could walk in somewhere and go, "Oh yeah, th- this this is home for me." Right. And and then, but the story doesn't stop. Miracle. Yeah, the story doesn't and stop there. Keep happens. going. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, three days later, it was, you know, as a matter of fact, they get the date Friday, May tenth. Um, his alarm clock goes off at six thirty a.m. and he wakes up and he's gotten back all of his memories that he's lost, all of them, just like all that. of it, and uh, he's super excited. So you can imagine remembering, oh my goodness, I, for, I forgot all this stuff, and yet I just mm-hmm. remembered it. And so the doctors couldn't explain what had happened, you know, why he would have lost memory. Uh, so there were a lot of things there, and then so when he got it back, you know, it was just a miracle. Literally, he was lost, and then he was found. And that was a, that's a truly amazing story to think that you lost memory of all the things that you held dear and then to get that back, how thankful do you think he was to remember or to get these memories back into play? Like, can you, you know, you could imagine. I, I can't even, I can't even fathom the thought of of waking up one day and it all coming back to you, like turning on the TV or opening yeah. a book or something like that. That that in itself is, is you don't have words for that, you know. And what he would have felt and and the rush and it was, it's like. I mean, I, I, I want to go back a step when he walked into the room and what he felt when he walked into the room. You know, how do you describe that feeling? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it talks about how he just wept. He wept. He was yeah. just crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, what does that feel like? Because I can only I can only imagine. I, I haven't been in a, in the celestial room. Yeah. Uh, Mike, have you been? I have. And Moose? Yes. So, so I, I don't I don't know what that feels like. So I don't. I, I would only imagine those are not normal tears. You know? Well, there there is a specific feeling, and it can be with anyone at any moment, about any moment that you feel when you walk in there, um, it, because you know I have experiences uh, that I don't wish to share at this time. I know people have experiences I don't want to share their experiences because they're theirs, but. Um, there have been many experiences of people walk in and go, the answers I've been looking for for years, I just got the answer. Or, you know, you walk in, you're like, I, I feel that love, which he felt. I know who I am and who my father is. Mm-hmm. And those are kinds of things that happen. And it's, and I can use words, but nothing can explain it 
as well as you being there yourself. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Well, let me, let me add, <laughs> yeah, let me add something to that because the story kind of alludes to, and if it, uh, I, I briefly read the very end of it because at this point I'm all, you know, probably in tears reading the story because it, you know, it, it touched me. And, but it really did feel like, um, something that could, that we're all going to experience someday and specifically Hmm. surrounding the veil and coming to earth and having that veil placed over our minds that we can't remember what happened in the pre-earth life. And one day that veil is going to be lifted and everything's going to come back to you exactly, um, similarly that, that, that happened to him. And all of a sudden, you're going to remember these things that you couldn't remember before. You're going to remember the, the war in heaven. You're going to remember you, your friends and your families and all these people you knew in the pre-earth life, um, pre-mortal existence. And what a beautiful thing that is going to be. And so that's what, that's what I took out of that as well. And I'm thinking, man, what, what an amazing feeling this is going to be. We're going to experience the same thing. We just don't know when. Yeah, we don't know when, and we can't. Uh, we see that, like you said, Moose, as uh, a gateway, or we see it as an example. But even so, we don't know what's inside him. We can only hear what his words. So yeah. that feeling that we're going to get from that is, I'm sure, going to be beyond words that we can even yeah. use at this point. And we feel, and like right now, I literally feel sometimes like the guy who lost the memory, the, the you know, the missionary who lost his memory, and his name is Elder Beck, because I don't think we mentioned it, but just, just to give him that, that credit, because it's his story. Um, but uh, I feel like that sometimes I'm going, man, what, you know, what, what am I doing? What is this? Or what's the answer? Or those different things that I'm going through in my life, I feel like that sometimes, like I've, there's something I'm missing. And it's always when you, you know, you, you do something, uh, you go somewhere or whatever the case is. And that comes back to you like, Oh, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's usually your memory is saying when it makes sense. At least that's to me in my case. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm reading that piece where you were just talking about moose, um, you know, and man, it's, it's pretty powerful. Um, you know, every, you know, just paraphrasing, just, um, tap into our, into that potential by having faith in what we can't see with our present eyes and acting boldly while on the earth we walk by faith rather than by sight. I mean, believe what the prophets say concerning you. We all have divine potential. I mean, those, those are some, those are some strong, those strong words, man. Yeah. Well, it, there's a very strong words and you know, I, I want to just, unless you guys want to keep going with this, if y'all have anything else, you know, cause miracles happen when we don't even, think of it sometimes. Sometimes they're big like this, sometimes they're small. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to continue on the story or if I can share a couple things. Well, I was just going to tell everybody that if you, um, if, if you want to know more about that story, you could go to um, uh, ldsliving.com. You can find that story with Elder Beck. And uh, mm-hmm. it's a pretty recent story. So you gotta, mm-hmm. if you want to know more and read that entire account, uh, go check that out. Uh, what, else, what else do you have, Mike? So, you know, there's a, there's a few things that I've had happen in my life, and I ha- I've had to think about them um, now that I've moved past those situations and see it from a, a bigger perspective, a, a higher level of thinking, um, where I've moved, I've done different things in my life, and that has led to certain things. And so I just want to share a couple of them, yeah. you know, because of what they mean to me. But uh, one of them, uh, there's a few specific, the first one that I can really remember was when uh, my family was struggling when I was younger. I have uh, 
uh, a brother and four sisters. So there was six of us, and, and we were struggling at the time. So we had to move in with my grandparents. And at, when we moved in there, it was it was a struggle at first because, you know, I had you know I was I think fourteen or fifteen. I want to say fifteen. Uh, not necessarily when I moved there, but it was around that time because I know when I met you. So, um, it, moving out there, it was a different experience. I had moved away from all that I had known previously. And when, when I got there, I, I just had no idea how is this going to be? I'm going, going to go to a new school, new church, all these different things come into play. And I say new church because we have, uh, different buildings uh, that have different congregations, but it's all part of the same church. And so as, as I go there, you know, the, the, the very first time I'm there, I meet a group of guys, um, including Moose, um, and we end up being friends, you know, to now and beyond it's going to be because of what we believe. But those little things in, in that relationship, those relationships, um, and I say that one because uh, Moose and I probably are pretty pretty darn close. Um, and, and I'm I, I, the other guys, we, we're still I'm still close with spiritually. It's just a different, a little different. We've been away. Nonetheless, it was a relationships that we have built for the years that are going to last. And I share this experience with a lot of people that I meet because you, you just don't have that very often. I mean, I've known Moose longer than I haven't known him. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of that's the kind of situation it is. If I ever need anything, he's got my back. Anyway, the point is, is that this this bad experience that I had, this little miracle that I I did not know it was coming, and when it came, and then I didn't realize it. I was just like, okay, this is just life. But now I look back and realize, you know, this was something that was life changing for me. Mm-hmm. It, it led me to who I am today because of that group that we were core together. I mean, we did everything yeah, together. Right. I, I, it's hard to explain. There wasn't, I can't remember times being without these guys. I mean, we went and played ball at the basketball court together, and we were pretty good, by the way. <laughs> We'd go to the mall together. We'd go to dances together. I'm still waiting to see a video on that, by the way. Uh, listen, <laughs> I sent you your video. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I missed that video. I tagged you on that Facebook post. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we we, uh, we went to dances together. We had dance routines that we did together. And it's just one of those things that was a great time in my life. Then I didn't see it. I see it now. And those are some of the small miracles. I mean, uh, I want to share so much more because – you know, I, I moved to Tennessee shortly after that, shortly after that, years, right? But uh, it felt like we had known each other for so long, even yeah. longer. Yeah. Um, and during that time I was in Tennessee, there was a blizzard. I'm not going to say what year because I don't want you know to give my age. But there was a blizzard. <laughs> the year of 96. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, but there was a blizzard in, in, uh, in Tennessee that came through. Dumped three feet of snow overnight, and it was. I'm from Florida at that point, so I was like, "This, uh, this was awesome." But I've never been through this, so there was a little bit of struggle there. Hey, as uh, as Mike is telling his story, Moose is shaking his head. Yeah, like he's living the story as he oh, as I, he's I, telling. I, I, yeah, he well, sees it all. I've I I know. I think uh, I've I've heard part of this story. Um, I don't know, I can't tell you if it's the exact same story, but I've heard part of the story and I know that his struggles, you know, Hey, look, we went up to visit him up in Tennessee, but that's another mm-hmm. story. That's another, that's a, a completely that's a separate time, <laughs> yeah, uh, timeline. So continue on. Mike. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we have this big blizzard and, uh, you know, we get through it. It's just a struggle because I don't know what I'm doing in that kind of weather, but uh, we get through it. And shortly after that, I, uh, I applied, uh, to, I sent my papers in to go on a mission, uh, to serve a mission and, Guess where I get called? 
Idaho, Pocatello, <laughs> Idaho mission uh, of all places where it snows and, uh, pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my first area is West Yellowstone and, and Island Park. That's my first area. I get so for the two years that I served there, there was only one month in those entire two years it did not snow. By the way, one wow. month out of those two years it did hey, not snow. Hey, you learned you got you got good real quick, huh? Right, you know, and so I get out there, and uh, there's of course other experiences of all of that. But again, uh, the plan there, the miracle, and I know it seems hard to say, what is that really a miracle? Absolutely, to me it is because it was a preparation there. Um, to pre- to prepare me to be able to handle that coming from Florida, maybe or maybe not, it would have probably been a much bigger struggle. But knowing what it was like, and I, and again, I see where it's easy to say because when I first heard Elder Beck's story, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, when here comes here it comes, he lost his memory, then all of a sudden he just gains it back because I hadn't read the whole story. Right, I just correct. saw you know the the, the title in the beginning. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this is really about. And and as you read it, you get to learn the, the miracle that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all experience those. We have bad experiences that lead in just just to good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. You ever had a miracle happen that you can think of, Ben? I mean, that maybe looking back, you go, hmm. You, was- I, I could tell you a, a, a miracle for me okay. in my eyes uh, was meeting you. Oh, there you go. You know, and I say that because, you know, listen, it's no secret. We used to work together. Um, he used to claim he was my boss. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and, uh, and in the very beginning, uh, I don't think we, uh, we hit it off too, too well. I remember a specific conversation outside of our place of work mm-hmm. talking about, I need to speed it up <laughs> and, uh, whether I can handle this type of business. And so, uh, yeah, he, he needless to say, he wasn't on my Christmas list. <laughs> um, and yet, but, I, yet know, I am now, yet I am now. See, see how that works. <laughs> and so, and so yeah, not too far up, but you know, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, so and I remember I remember that day specifically because I was pretty upset. Um, You know, there was uh, some big disagreements there. But um, something happened where, you know, we we continue along the path of of employment. And then all of a sudden and and I can't pinpoint for you to tell you for sure. And I I think you can ask most the same. I don't think there's a specific day or specific time period where it just changed. I think it's like. It just was like it never was. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I don't know if, I, if that sounds right in saying it. It's like it never felt like there was anything but a friendship there. Mm-hmm. And then you know, as as we as we got to hang out with each other more and know each other more, and you know, we learned of each other. You know, I mean, that that friendship grew to something beyond a friendship for me. I you know, I I felt like I've been woven into his family, and 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 been taken in as you know that. That long lost family member that maybe you don't want around for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, you're the, you're that uncle. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, nevertheless, the miracle I have, I've learned quite a bit in of about life in general. Um, I've learned about um, responsibilities and and things of that sort, and becoming a member. Yeah, because hmm. I can tell you right now, uh, you know, I, I can I can say without a shadow of a doubt. That if I did not meet Moose, I would not be where I'm at here. I uh, more than likely would not be a member of the church, and, and and all the glory that comes with that. So that's my miracle, for me. Um, when it happened, is it looked at as a miracle? No, it's looked at as another dude. You know, you meet a dude and and you keep it going. <laughs> but but now that you look back and you know, just like you have memories and history with Moose, so do I. 
of 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 different different things. I mean, Moose and I have been through quite a bit of different things in the shorter amount of time that he has been with you. You know, um, mm-hmm. but I I can tell you that for me, those memories are just as strong. Those 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 experiences we share are just as strong. He knows I love him. He knows he's a, he's a brother to me, um, and he's special to me. Um, despite the times we may not d- agree, you know, despite the times we may have hiccups and whatever it may be, because that's what family does. And I can tell you that for me, and I say this, you know, we're not on camera right now. I mean, we're on camera, but we're not live. <laughs> right, right. I, I, w- I want to say, thankfully, we're not live because my eyes water up as I say <laughs> it, because that's how much it means to me. And so, uh, you know, I love you. I love Mike. And, and, that's, and that's, that's the way it is. So that's my miracle. But you know what's interesting about that as you say that, um, and you and I'm sure you don't realize this or know this, but in other than we, we're all sci-fi fans, uh, and and you guys are I'm a good, I'm I love sci-fi. You guys are like you know ten steps above that with sci-fi, <laughs> and uh, w- when we were talking about sci-fi, doing sci-fi stuff together, Moose is like, hey, I have a friend of mine, you know, I, I work with him, and uh, he's he's he'd be really good at, at getting involved in this, and because he loves sci-fi, he's he's really intelligent about it. And so you probably don't even know that that happened, that conversation happened, but this is what happened before you, you know, I even met you. And so that's it, uh, just a little give that little a little tick there for you. So because he he thought of you that that way then. So it's it's interesting to look back and you look at all the things that put you know, yourself into play with people that you meet and you wonder why certain people are in your life or why they're not in your life or where is it going to go in your life? Um, and you just never know. You just, you just never know. You know, I think the biggest thing for all of us is that the Lord has a plan for us. And sometimes we don't agree with that plan. Sometimes we think the plan is harder than what it should be. Yet um, there's not much you would change to the past. To where you are presently, because the plan has worked, mm-hmm. um, and you're still you're still fulfilling the plan. And I'm not saying that it's all pre-written. I'm saying that along each step of the of the the, the plan of life, um, you know, things change, and the Lord adjusts. He He helps us adjust, or He says, "Okay, you go through this door. This is going to happen. If you go through this door, this is going to happen." Now, I'm not saying there's a good door and a bad door. I'm just saying that there's different doors. So, mm. you know, he, he allows us to, to, you know, end up at a, at a particular junction, um, no matter which door we pick. And uh, sometimes the path is a lot longer than we want it to be. Sometimes uh, it's, um, it's shorter than we want it to be. So uh, you just never know. And, and I certainly consider, uh, I've seen my share of miracles in my mind. Um, boy, have I seen my share of miracles. I mean... Literally, I, I could go through and I could list all of them to you, but um, I think we have to recognize that, that we do have miracles in our life. And yeah. I think we need to recognize where they come from. They're not just chance. It's not about, you know, the, the stars were, you know, lined, the planets were in line. The, like, <laughs> yes. It's not about that. Um, I read a meme. There. It's, it's not. It's not. A, it's not about that we share the same horoscope or well, anything like that. I'm, I'm no. glad you said that because I read a meme the other day. It said uh, um, it had somebody asking somebody else, like, well, "What what sign are they?" And they're like, "Sign, like, yeah, your horoscope sign." He's like, uh, "I'm a I'm a clown," and she's like, "Clown." <laughs> he's like, "That's that's that's not a sign. That's not real." And he's like, uh, "Neither are horoscopes." 
Um, so, <laughs> so it's kind of funny because I'm like, oh, that's kind of that's good, you know. Uh, so it's none of that, you know. It's none of that. It is literally, um, you know, we're blessed with certain things, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy that I've I've been able to meet both you two, and have and seen other miracles in my life as well. So, um, you yeah, know. In the way you're describing it, Moose, I think of it like a GPS. So, you know, you're driving along, you have the, you have your GPS, your map plugged in, you're driving, and then you okay. miss the off-ramp. You're like, oh, man, I missed it. Uh, what happens? Your GPS says, okay, here's the new route to get to where that's you right. need to go. That's you right. Know, that's, that's exactly what it's like. You know, that's we may funny. pick we may pick a door that uh, that he was saying, hey, you know, how many followers going, hey, get off at this hey. exit. We're like, oh, I just missed it. He's like, that's okay. That's all right. Here's the next one. Get yeah. off at this that, one. Well, that, that explains a lot. That really explains a lot. Yeah. Moose and I travel a lot, right? <laughs> and, uh, and listen, there's been a plenty of times where, hey, wait, wait a minute. We're supposed to get off here. <laughs> we're just good. We're, we can get off with the next one. Yeah. So that, there you go. So I understand now why we follow the GPS. So, um, but, you know, I, can, I, can I get a time check? How are we doing on time? Uh, you, you have as much time as you need. Do you got something else to add? Okay. You know, so we're hearing all this. You know, we're talking about our experiences. We talk about miracles. And I read an I read an article. I came across an article, and this, you know, I was I didn't I was holding back to tell you guys. It's kind of something different here. Um, you know, trying to not piggyback anymore. Yes. Um, and so, <laughs> and I and I read an article that said um, that millennials are leaving the church at double the rate of their parents. Interesting. Right. Um, where. You know, back, uh, you know, back before millennials, there was, you know, a 75 percent retention rate mm-hmm. who you know, they would stay with the church. Now that's about at 50 percent. OK. Um, and so I continue to read because, you know, there's a lot of numbers and I, the numbers is not what I want to get into. Um, to be exact, by the way, the retention rate for millennials is 46 percent. Mm-hmm. OK. Um, but what I was reading was the reasons mm-hmm. why they were leaving. Great. Well, these ought to be really good. Yeah. So, so, and I'm just going to do the number, the first three. Yeah. Right? Sure. Sure. Okay. Top they're, three. They're, they're, they're pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, at least in my eyes. <laughs> um, so the first one that says millennials are most troubled by Joseph Smith practicing polygamy, <laughs> but least troubled by consenting adults who might wish to practice. Polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, I scratched my head on that one. Okay. I, I yes. just, I just, I couldn't fathom that. I couldn't understand that. Right. So the, the second reason, now this one is dis- discerning. They stopped believing that there was one true church. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that goes back to the faith piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That goes back to walking with faith rather than sight. Um, you know, so that was, that was pretty, that was pretty Mind-breaking. That's the number two reason. And this is pretty close. Okay. Um, and, then, and then the third reason. Now, this is, for me, another silly reason, and I will leave it at this, is that they left because they couldn't abstain from drinking alcohol or, or having coffee. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. It, there's so many ways to go with this because I know Moose is oh, ready to talk man. about it. I'm ready to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, my head is just exploding. I had to tape it down. Keep I it know. Up. Yeah. Um, there is so many things that I could extrapolate that and go into very detail on each one and from, from my own perspective. And I think maybe from, from a, a gospel perspective, but, um, 
let, let, let me just uh, let me make a couple of uh, comments about each one. Can I do that? Will, that, will you yeah, allow absolutely, me to do that? Absolutely. Unpack it. Unpack <clears throat> right. it. Slowly unpack it. Let's, let's think about this just for a moment. So let's go from a three on up. So you have number three. I can't stop with uh, drinking or, or whatever it is I'm trying to drink. Coffee, alcohol. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. And I, is, isn't, it, um, isn't it funny to think that, you know, somewhere in the, in the scriptures, it said that the least of them that can be called saints can, uh, can keep the word of wisdom. If you're the mm. least that could be called a saint... You can keep the word of wisdom. So can you imagine for a moment here that if uh, it doesn't matter what it is, and I, and I think that's the bigger thing is it doesn't matter. Um, you know, Cause I get a lot of questions about, you know, well, 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 why don't you drink tea? You know, we're in the South. Uh, I get, I get it. I yeah, get it all from the, the South. Time. Yeah. I mean, the South. and I can tell and, you and the, in the business I'm in, we have a whole bunch of fancy coffees. So right. They always so tell coffee, me, hey, try this, try that. Let me tell you something in the South. Um, you have you have two things in your house. If you are just born in the South, this is what you have in your house. You have tea and coffee. <laughs> now, those are the two <laughs> things that you have. Like you just you don't have a jar of water. You have tea and you have coffee. Yeah. And and I'm just no matter what it is, and uh, it could be anything. If it's not tea and and coffee and and uh, alcoholic, what, what what would you like it to be? You know, tell tell me what would you like to stay away from. Um, you know, Kool-Aid. M&M's. Great. Great. Kool-Aid. M&M's. Okay. Terrific. No more for you. None. Well, well it's not that bad for you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll stay away from the plane. I'm going to eat the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, there's some justification that goes on, too, behind it. Oh, but, yeah. Hmm. But look, it's so simple. Just whatever it is. Listen, it doesn't even matter I'm what not, it is. I'm not going to have regular tea because it has leaves. I'm going to have the powder stuff. That's not real tea. That's, that's right. sugar and powder. It's not called tea. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just stay away from it. It doesn't matter what it is. Who cares? If, if, uh, if somebody, if, if God has asked you to stay away from Kool-Aid or uh, if, he said stay, if he said stay away from bottled water, only drink tap water, are you telling me you couldn't do it? I just can't do it. Well, I just can't do it. Like, just do it. Just do it. What's the big deal? Well, the, the funny thing about what you're saying, because it says, at least from the article that, that, uh, that Ben read us, it says... They can't. And you just said, they're saying they can't. Right. That's that's almost like a made-up word. I remember asking my dad, hey, dad, can I go to my friends? I don't know, can you? That right. was the response he would give me, right? right? It's one of those things that's like, what do you mean you can't? You mean you don't want to. Right. It's too hard. Right. Use the right terminology. If you use the right terminology, then you start to think about, oh, it really is about me. Mm-hmm. It's not about the item. It's not about somebody else making a role. It's really about me mm-hmm. and the fact that I don't want to change. I don't want to give this up because it's too hard right. or I just don't want to. Yeah, so let's hard. justify it. Everybody else is doing it and it's very hard to stay away from. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right. But they don't use the word hard, right? No. They use the word can't. I can't. What do you mean you can't? I don't even know what that means. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, choose, I really don't even know what that I means. I choose not to is what that means. I, I choose not to. <laughs> There's no such thing as can't. Yeah. It's yes. like the old uh, master uh, philosopher and great uh, wise man once said, uh, do or do not, there is no try. Like, yes. So, um, all right. So, uh, and that was Yoda, by the way, who said that. All right. So, um, the next piece was uh, uh, whether there's one church or not. Okay. Let's just take this for a moment. Let's say there's not. Let's say there's not one church, just for a moment. 
Okay. There's not. Well, just pick the best one then. Just show <laughs> me the best one to pick. Okay. Because that's all I ask. That's all anybody ever wants, really. This the best mm-hmm. one. So show me the best one. And then, because I'm going to show you my, my best one. It's called The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, if it's not the best one, show me one better. And if you can show me one better, let's, do, uh, let's go. And, and by the way, all I have to do is pray about it and find the answer. And then the answer is going to come. It doesn't even matter what, what I think really. It matters if I pray about it and go, is this the true church? And then you get your answer. God's not going to, you know, uh, not answer. Well, and I think that's key, Moose. I think that's part of it that, that I, I can't speak for millennials. I'm not one. But I don't hear them. Try, I don't hear about them or know of them trying to do that. It, they want the answer to come through social media. They want yeah. the answer to well, come from somebody else. They, well, they, they don't want to. And I say don't want because it's not a can't. They don't want to find the truth because that. what does that mean? They're accountable for it. Well, wow. I, I, I just, I mean, I just like stop believing. Like, well, what, what are you believing in then? What's like, you know? So, uh, I just yeah. Like, so well, you got, true. you got one more moose. No, no, it's true. That's absolutely, that's absolutely spot on. I mean, I'm just saying, just show me a better one. Just show me a better way. That's all I ask. I'm gonna show you the best way I know how. Out of all of my searching, now you show me a better way. All right. Yep. The last one, uh, polygamy. Look. Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's funny. I know you got. I know you got to say. I just got to add. Every time I tell someone that I'm a member of the Church of Latter Day Saints, that is the very first thing that comes yeah, out of their mouth. Sure. Always, always. Oh, so that means you can have four wives. Where where yeah. does that come from? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've got. Uh, by the way, I've got one. Okay. And I always joke around and say, "Oh, yeah, I can have as many as I can afford." Uh, so it comes down to these days well and and, and let's just go (laughs) and let's just go back i only have one so if that tells you anything um uh this is it this is it i can only afford one i can barely do that i think so again uh, a made-up reason to me in my mind of course of course it is an excuse to not do so like it doesn't it doesn't even matter what doesn't matter um <laughs> you know, uh, look, people have their minds made up of whatever they want to do, and they're going to do exactly what they've made their mind up. And then they'll mm-hmm. they'll figure out a reason to either do something or not to do something. And that's that. So if you want to do it, you'll do it. If you don't want to do it, you won't do it. It's that yep. simple. Um, that's, that's exactly right. You know, but I know we're getting close. I just have I have a serious question for you guys because this has been weighing on my mind specifically today. Um, and I was listening to something on radio about it on my drive. And uh, the question is, Lucky Charms or Frosted Flakes? I just I got to know where you side you guys fall oh, on. Yeah, that's a good, that's um, a good question. I'm a, uh, hey, I'm a that's an easy. I'm one a Lucky Charm guy. I think Lucky Charm. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Frosted Flakes all the way. Really? Frosted Flakes. Wow. Hey, listen. What if I told you that they have Frosted Flakes Lucky Charms? No, they don't. Then I'm in. They do. Then I'm in. Sign me up. (laughs) Moose and I can be best of friends forever now. (laughs) It's the Frosted Flakes with the marshmallows. uh, We had some. My wife and I sat down. We finished a box in one night. (laughs) I think I could finish two boxes in uh, about 30 minutes. I think hey, you're right. I'm, I'm waiting. Hey, if you guys know, 
I drink a gallon of milk maybe every day and a half. So that's just going to increase my intake to a gallon every day. <laughs> that's, that, you're about right. You're about right. Uh, listen, where can I buy this at, Mike? Where can I, where can I well, get Well, I don't know where you can buy it there. Because okay, right. out here, I can get it in, in Las Vegas. I don't know about right. it in Florida. I'll, I mean, get, I'll, to... I'll get it through Amazon. There you go. <laughs> um, well, listen, um, everybody, thanks for joining us on this episode. We hope you had fun. We hope uh, that we somehow uh, <laughs> made your drive to work or drive home or, or a little easier to, to make today. But, um, or if you're just listening on the computer at home, uh, we hope you had uh, some good times uh, and laughs with us. I think that's, that's the other thing. If I laugh too much, I'm sorry. But <laughs> that's, that's what we do. Um, and listen, uh, we'll be back next week uh, and we'll have some more discussion Thanks for joining us. Uh, let us know what you think. Podcast. You can send an email. Podcast at everydaymormonpodcast.com. That's all you have to do. And we'll get it. So, for now, um, we say au revoir. Thanks for joining us, guys.